Hare Krishna and we are continuing reading the easy journey to other planet by his divine grace Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada page number 53 chapter 2 varieties of planetary systems in these days when men are trying to go to the moon people should not think that Krishna consciousness is concerned with something old-fashioned when the world is progressing to reach the moon we are chanting Hare Krishna but people should not misunderstand and assume that we are lagging behind modern scientific advancement. We have already passed all scientific advancement. In Bhagavad Gita it is said that man's attempt to reach higher planets is not new. Newspaper headlines read man's first steps on the moon, but the reporters do not know that Millions and millions of men went there and came back. This is not the first time. This is an ancient practice. In the Bhagavad Gita 18.16, it is clearly stated Abrahma Bhuvanalokah Punaravartinurjuna. Quote, My dear Arjuna, even if you go to the highest planetary system, which is called Brahmaloka, you will have to come back. Unquote. Therefore, interplanetary travel is not new, it is known to the Krishna-conscious devotees. Since we are Krishna-conscious, we take what Krishna says to be the absolute truth. According to the Vedic literature, there are many planetary systems. The planetary system in which we are living is called Bhurloka. Above this planetary system is Bhuvarloka. Above that is Svarloka. The moon belongs to uh -huh, excuse me, <laughs> to the Svarloka planetary system. Above Svarloka is Maharloka. Above that is Janaloka. And above that is Satyaloka. Similarly, there are lower planetary systems. Thus, there are 14 statuses of planetary systems within this universe and the sun is the chief planet the sun is described in the brahma samhita 5.52 yachakshure shasavita sakalagrahanam raja samasta suramurti rasheshatejah yasya gyaya brahmati samrita kala chakro Quote, I worship Govinda, Krishna, the primeval Lord, by whose order the sun assumes immense power and heat and traverses its orbit. The sun, which is the chief among all planetary systems, is the eye of the Supreme Lord. Unquote. Actually, without the sun, we cannot see. We may be very proud of our eyes, but we cannot even see our next door neighbor. People challenge, can you show me God, but what can you see? What is the value of the eyes? God is not cheap. We cannot see anything, not to speak of God, without sunshine. Without sunshine, we are blind. At night, we cannot see anything. And therefore, we use electricity because the sun is not present. 
There's not only one sun in the cosmic manifestations. There are millions and trillions of suns that is also stated in the Brahma Samhita 5.40. Yasya Prabha Prabhavato Jagadanda Koti Koti Shvasheshava Sudhati Vibhuti Bhinam Tad the spiritual bodily effulgence of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, is called the Brahma Jyoti. And in that Brahma Jyoti, there are countless planets. Just as within the sunshine there are innumerable planets, in the shining effulgence of the body of Krishna, there are innumerable planets and universes. We have knowledge of many universes, and in each universe there is a sun. Thus, there are millions and billions of universes and millions and billions of suns and moons and planets. But Krishna says that if one tries to go to one of these planets, he will simply waste his time. Now, someone has gone to the moon, but what will human society gain from it? If after spending so much money, so much energy and 10 years of effort, one goes to the moon and simply touches it, what is the benefit of that? Can one remain there and call his friends to come? And even if one goes there and remains, what will be the benefit? As long as we are in this material world, either on this planet or other planets, the same miseries, birth, death, old age and disease will follow us. We cannot rid ourselves of them. If we go to live on the moon, assuming it is possible, assuming, right? Okay, Prabhupada says, assuming it is possible, even with an oxygen mask, how long could we stay? Furthermore, even if we had the opportunity to stay there, what would we gain? We might gain a little longer life, perhaps, but we could not live there forever. That is not possible. That is impossible. And what would we gain by a longer life? Taravahkim najivanti are not the trees living for many, many years. Near San Francisco, I have seen a forest where there is a tree 7,000 years old. But what is the benefit? If one is proud of standing in one place for 7,000 of years, that is not a very great credit. How one goes to the moon, how he comes back, etc. is a great story, and this is all described in the Vedic literature. It is not a very new process. But the aim of our Krishna Consciousness Society is different. We are not going to waste our valuable time. Krishna says, don't waste your time attempting to go to this planet or to that planet. What will you gain? Your material miseries will follow you wherever you go. Therefore, in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, Adi 3.97 It is very nicely said by the author 
केह पाप केह पुण्य कर विषया भोग भक्ति गंध नहीं मटीरियल वर्ल्ड समन इज एंजॉइंग एंड समन इज नॉट एंजॉइंग बट एक्चुअली एवरी वन इज सफरिंग ऑल्दो सम पीपल थिंक दैट दे आर एंजॉइंग वेर एज अदर्स रियलाइज दैट दे आर सफरिंग अनकोट Wow, I love this quote. <laughs> this is really beautiful. Actually, this is one of the things I really like, like a reality check when I read Prabhupada's books because sometimes we get into this illusion that, you know, oh, I am suffering and somebody else is super happy, but actually it's such a big illusion that in the material world with material consciousness among all of these material modes of nature and and uh, birth death old age disease somebody's like enjoying <laughs> it's like a tragic story right enjoying and then having a sad ending i mean sad continuation without krishna consciousness okay <clears throat> i'm trying to keep my um personal talkativeness like a little more reduced because i realize i, I don't want to spoil the flow of shila prabhupada's perfect book <laughs> all right so everyone is suffering okay actually everyone is suffering who in this material world does not suffer disease who does not suffer from old age who does not die no one wants to grow old or suffer from disease but everyone must do so where then is the enjoyment This enjoyment is all nonsense because within this material world there is no enjoyment. It is simply our imagination. We should not think this is enjoyment and this is suffering. Everything is suffering. Therefore, it is stated in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, quote, "The principles of eating, sleeping, mating and defending will always exist, but they will exist in different standards." Unquote. All right, for example, the Americans have taken birth in America as a result of pious activities performed in previous lifetimes. In India, the people are poverty-stricken and are suffering, but although the Americans are eating very nicely, buttered bread and the Indians are eating without butter, they are both eating nevertheless. The fact that India's poverty stricken has not caused the whole population to die for want of food. The four principal bodily demands, eating, sleeping, mating and defending, can be satisfied under any circumstances, whether one is born in an impious condition or in a pious condition. The problem, however, is to become free from the four principles of birth, death, old age and disease we'll continue tomorrow so thank you so much for tuning in today and the link to this book is in the description and we shall see you next time oh hi krishna